0: I'm Melissa white and this is the spirit room this is a place for seekers that find themselves intrigued with working with the unseen world I'll bring you insight into my life and work as a medium interviews of people that I find fascinating and also provide you with some tools to help you implement a beautiful life in partnership with spirit so I invite you to sit back relax and enjoy what spirit has in store for us. Hi everyone, welcome to The Spirit Room. It's Melissa White and I'm here for a solo episode today just to really catch up with you all and to chat with you a little bit about intuition. So I hope that everyone is hanging in there, that you're finding some calm and peace in your day, wherever you are in the world. And I really, I really hope also that through these episodes and through the interviews that I've been posting, that you found some insight and found some guidance and some helpful tools. For you to take into your life, whether that be your spiritual development or even just your everyday human life, physical life, as a spiritual person, as a spiritual being, which of course we all are. So, what is going on with me? Well, there's been lots of preparations happening. So, lots of things behind the scenes. I've realized more and more the importance of having systems in place for myself. This has been nine years, 10 years of me doing everything myself. So all of the content creation, all of the bookings, all of the answering of questions, all of the preparations for classes, all of the everything, like everything, everything that you could possibly imagine that goes into this type of work, this type of business. And although I love it that way, and I actually do, I do enjoy doing all of those things, I've noticed that I could, be doing it a bit more easily or making it easier for myself so and throughout the years I have had uh, Rochelle was doing some assistant work for me before and over the last year or so I've had May who's been editing the podcast for me and also doing a lot of design work for me which is amazing like so grateful so thankful for her help also Allison who's been really helpful with her design and also producing events and things like this. And I've been uh, blessed to be a part of her events that she's produced on her own for herself. And then also Teresa, who has been amazing with business consultation and helping me to create some automated systems, some things that I can put into place that just really update what I'm doing. And then also helps me to stay on track and stay more organized. And I do have ADHD. That is something that is newer. I've only been aware of that for the last, maybe almost a year. And I don't know if I've spoken about it much on the podcast, but it's been quite a revelation. I think I'm 40 41, turning 42. Sounds so crazy to me to say that because I kind of don't feel that age. But anyways, it's it is just a number. I don't have a problem with getting older. But it's just time has always been a weird thing for me. It's very surreal to me. But anyways, um finding that out late in life has kind of been relief. It's been a relief to know, to understand myself in a different way. But it's also kind of frustrating because I do look back and think, oh, there were so many times that I was so hard on myself and so I don't know, just I think misunderstood. And I don't mean to say that, oh, because I have this diagnosis that that's like an excuse for anything. But I do think that it really, it, it does explain a lot of things to me about how my brain works and the overwhelm, the constant overwhelm that I've experienced in life. And I would look at people who would do very normal, quote unquote, normal things and tasks. And they wouldn't be exhausted by them. And they seemed to be so nonchalant, like it was just so simple and so easy. And I remember looking at people thinking, I don't understand. Why Why is it so difficult for, for me? Like this basic human thing, but it is very, very hard. And taxing energetically at times. So, I, I mean, I won't go into the full... Depth of it, but what I would say is that I've realized the importance now that, especially because of those challenges, I might resist routine. I might resist things that are very structured at times, but actually, in many ways, in my life, that is the best gift that I can give myself. So I'm hoping to be balanced. I'm hoping to be still open and still very um, much able to be inspired and and create things in the moment, but also have some really good structure in place when it comes to the organization of my time and my life. And so that's a work in progress, but it does seem to be getting a lot easier. And I do really appreciate um, the people that have been helping me with those things. I did have Brandy. Brandy was doing a lot of design stuff for me before too as well. So I've got lots of people that have helped me along the way. But when it comes down to it now, I'm recognizing I need those, I need certain things to be covered by other people. And then it frees up my time so that I can work on creating the courses that I want to create. And there's some products that I'm looking at creating, some projects when it comes to writing. Still, the Oracle deck is still in the works. I do have a beautiful, beautiful artist that I'm working with as far as the illustrations go. And so that is something that will be forthcoming. So I am super excited about that. The other thing is that I'm gonna create, I think, two other decks that are not going to be as illustrated or artistic. They're gonna be more so instructional. So they're not even really oracle decks. They're more like they're more like practical for exercise like exercises. So one of them will be based on some things that you can do as far as affirmations and guidance and blessings and prayers for developing yourself and your spiritual your spiritual development. And then another one. So basically there's gonna be a few that are coming out. So I'm really, really happy to be working in, in that aspect. That makes me super happy. And of course, anytime that I put together a program or a course or a workshop, that is so creative to me as well. So I love working with spirit and asking them to inspire me with what I should offer, how I can offer that in a new way, in an exciting way, in an interactive way. And I always try to, as much as possible, have it be a unique experience for each group that comes to me so it's not a matter of recycling like old exercises all the time and just putting something together that someone else has done so we all go to these workshops and and conferences and seminars it's a matter of tuning in specifically each time and coming up with a, a different a different way of expressing that energy not to say that of course i mean there's some exercises that i i love to do and i will do them more than once, but I would just say that the the beautiful part of that and the part that I find really, really exciting and creative is working with spirit to put that stuff together. So that's on the go. The website is almost done. Just a few more loose ends there. So that feels really, really good. And that's that's it. It's back to in-person group readings. I've got some demonstrations, some bigger groups booked as well for the spring. And that feels absolutely amazing. I was just at a Hollybird country club the other night for an evening with spirit, it was mostly a talk and explaining about my work and what I do and working with the spirit world. And the ladies there had amazing questions. They had really, really good questions to ask me. And then also I did a little mini demonstration. I, I brought through a few spirit communicators. And that was really fun as well. So love being back in the group energy. So that feels fantastic. That feels amazing. I do have one more spot in the Enchanted Soul course, which is an online course that starts March 19th. And it goes to the end of June. It's bi-weekly on Saturday mornings. And it's for anyone who's looking to find some upliftment, to connect with their guides and their angels on a deeper level, to begin to know themselves on a deeper way, and to really have a chance to work with spirit and to really deepen their connection with the spirit world. And so it's going to be a great course. We've got a guest astrology teacher that's going to be working with us for one of the classes as well to decode our own birth charts which I find fascinating, I find that to be such a joy. So if you're interested, you could feel free, send me an email, MelissaWhiteMedium at com, And we can chat, we can do like a free consultation call and just see if you'd be a good fit and see if it's something that you would be interested in. But I do have a spot for one more person and that is starting soon. So, otherwise, I, the the topic for today is about intuition. And so, I would ask you to think about what do you think the purpose of intuition actually is, and why why would we want to tune into our intuition? Why would we want to develop our intuition? And there's lots of different reasons, but I think the purpose of the intuition, I mean, in many ways, it's to keep us out of dangerous situations, obviously. So our bodies will alert us of with fear in situations where we need to be aware and on alert. But when I look at it for everyday life, why would we want to develop our intuition? Why would we want to tune in? I think it's to look at some insight into our lives, to understand ourselves and other people in a different way in a deeper way i think it's also for guidance to to really access some guidance and to allow us to feel the truth of who we are and to be able to trust what we feel trust what we know to really go within and i would say that i think that sometimes people assume that intuition is there to help us to avoid painful situations or difficult situations, help us to avoid challenges. And I think in the old days, like I think old school psychics, that was the reason. Like, I think that they would tune in and they would basically give these crazy warnings, like very, very, um, sometimes very dark, (laughs) warnings and it was like oh you can avoid you can avoid this or avoid that or don't leave your house on Friday because you're you'll be struck by lightning or don't ever talk to a man that starts with his name starts with a letter M or whatever. And I think that we've evolved. So for me when I look at tuning in it's always with this intention that it's gonna bring something that's gonna be helpful. And it's going to bring something empowering. So I only want to look at information that is going to enable me or is going to enable the sitter, the person who's receiving the reading. And so I made an agreement early on with the spirit world and just said, look, I really don't want to know anything that isn't going to be helpful or isn't going to empower someone else to know. So that doesn't mean that I'm not open to hearing anything that isn't positive. Like I'm I'm open to hearing difficult information. I'm open to hearing things that people might find even that it's not like sunshine and roses. That's fine. But I only want to know it if there's something we can do about it, or if knowing this piece of information is going to be for the the greater good. That's that's how I look at it. And so I'm very, very trusting when it comes to my guides and my guardians. I feel as though there's such a mutual respect. And so they're very aware of my purpose and they're very aware of the way that I feel comfortable working. Now, there may be others that disagree and that are saying, no, like you need to be open to all of it. And we do need to know all of this stuff. And. Who are we to say what's helpful? I think that however you want to look at it is up to you. But from my perspective and from my experience, I think that at the end of the day, the things that we can avoid, sure. Like I think a heads up or some some bit of information that's going to guide us, that can be very, very helpful. But I don't think if if you're looking to tune into your intuition, simply because you're trying to avoid challenges in your life or avoid inconveniences, then I think that's missing the mark. I really think that this life is full of opportunities. It's full of magic. It's full of beauty. It's also full of challenges. It's also full of painful experiences. And to be human is to be both, to experience both. And so I wouldn't wish anyone a life with no challenges because I really think that defeats the purpose of why we're here. We're here to embrace everything and to experience the ups and the downs. And I think that through challenge, oftentimes we are really shown not only who we truly are, but we're shown the depth of life. It's like there's an enrichment in life when we can look at a situation and realize our power and you can't really do that fully unless you have something to challenge you unless you have something that you need to overcome there needs to be a few obstacles here and there i think otherwise we would just stay in the spirit world i don't know why we would come to the physical world if we didn't have things we needed to learn is it easy no i think it's very difficult and there are many times that I feel extremely human and feel extremely perplexed, frustrated, just like anyone else. So I don't think it's like, just because I have access to the you know spirit world and I work with the spirit world, that it makes me any less um, affected by those types of things. But I think when you know that you're guided, when you know that you have a relationship, a connection with I would say God for myself, but you might say the universe, you might say the creator, higher power, whatever, whatever your belief is. When you have that and you feel that, there's a sense that you're able to manage or you're able to work through the challenges of life in a different way or with a bit of hope in your heart that maybe it wouldn't be there otherwise. So I would just say tuning in and to develop your intuition, it helps you to know yourself. It helps you to understand your energy. It helps you to also bring some insight into your relationships with people in your life. It it helps you to kind of know how you want to make your decisions. Like you can tune in and actually really Feel into is this a yes or a no for me? And so I think it's a spiritual reason, actually, as much as it also is practical. Obviously, it's super empowering to be able to trust yourself more. It boosts confidence and it builds confidence when you can trust your intuition. When you can kind of also cut through all of the thoughts and the fear based thinking and kind of cut through this like rumination and just allow yourself to actually go straight into your own wisdom i think that's extremely freeing and so it's well worth it there's there's also something to be said for just being able to have that thrill like it's so exciting when you practice and then you start getting things right. Like you, you can kind of amaze yourself, kind of shock yourself sometimes, but it is super fun and it is really, really rewarding. And so I think there's, a, there's many reasons, there's many benefits, but the biggest thing I think is to allow yourself to trust, trust, your, trust in your own wisdom, but also develop that relationship with those that guide you. That's really important. And so that's that's the way that I would I would look at it. I recently was teaching at the Goddess Retreat that Allison of the Heart's Journey. She was facilitating that beautiful day long retreat in White Rock recently, and I was offering a workshop about intuition and ways to kind of empower yourself. And it was oh, it's so neat to see, and I love seeing students really put themselves out there and try and the results that they get. There was one lady that did a, I was doing psychometry with them, which is like reading the energy of an object. And so in this case, I had brought some objects that belong to people that I'm connected to, but they're now in the spirit world. And everybody had to hold it for a few moments and then just talk about what they picked up and what they felt, and they didn't know anything about my people and spirit. And there was a lady that actually got the name almost perfectly bang on. And they were talking about all kinds of very specific pieces of information. And it's so exciting to see their faces light up when I give them the feedback and tell them that that's right. And I think it's because what happens is in those moments, you start to recognize that you're connected to something so much greater than yourself and so you can kind of see the the wheels turning like you can see people making these realizations and it's super exciting so i absolutely love that i think it's it's so fun to show other people how to do that and then to see the results so i do encourage everyone you don't have to want to be a professional psychic or a professional medium in order to take classes and develop yourself. There's lots of students that come to class and it's really for their own, it's for their own journey. It's like, it's just something that they're doing for themselves. And it's it's a personal thing. And so I think it's, it's really open to people who are just willing and they're coming to it with an open heart they're wanting to connect they're wanting to learn and so that's all that's required and so i would encourage you guys if you're if you're thinking about it or if it's something that sounds intriguing to you you should you should give yourself the opportunity to look into it so yes so having said that so that's the reason that we would tune in there's different ways that people receive information the clairs I think we've probably all heard about the clear senses before, but it's literally psychic senses and it's the same as the senses that we have in our in the physical human world. So the clairvoyance is our ability to see energy, see spirits. you could see symbols, you can see images. Objective clairvoyance is when you're seeing it outside of yourself. So like seeing, for me, when I see spirit, I see a silhouette of light around someone. And I see that with my physical eyes. When the angels are near, I see them usually up higher, like closer to against the ceiling almost if I'm in a room. And I see this golden yellowy kind of threads of gold all over. In nature, I generally see like colors and sparkles of light. And those are angelic as well so you have objective clairvoyance you also have subjective clairvoyance and that is within your own mind that's like how you would see in a dream or in a memory in your head right and i for the longest time would have those experiences but i thought that it wasn't that didn't make me a medium i didn't understand that that's how most people do experience their clairvoyance i didn't know that So anyways, those images inside of your head are meaningful and they're just as valid as seeing something outside of yourself. So just keep that in mind. The clairsentience is the ability to feel the information and you can feel that emotionally. You can also feel that in your physical body. So chills, you could feel tingles, you could feel a fast beating heart, you could feel heat changes temperature change cool chills uh, a warming up you can feel pressure all kinds of things when I'm connecting with someone in spirit who like to drink alcohol or who like to partake in certain substances oftentimes I can feel intoxicated myself just for a minute it's not it doesn't lack long but it's just long enough to have me understand Oh, okay. This is significant. This is important. So that can happen. I think the personality of a spirit person oftentimes comes through to me with the clairsentience. That's how I kind of receive that information. I believe the clairsentience is very, very important. And I think that it's underrated. I think it's overlooked. Oftentimes, everybody wants to see everything, but I think the clairsentience is very, very important. You can also hear the information, so it's not just voices, and there again, you can have it be subjective or objective, not just words and voices, you can hear ambient or environmental sounds, you can hear songs and music, you can hear all kinds of things, so that would be important. You can taste, so the gustians so that's when you could taste the information. So sometimes spirit will have me taste like uh, butterscotch or can't, what are those called? Werther's Originals, I could taste those. Sometimes if it's a significant memory with, between someone, usually like a grandpa for some reason, or one time I tasted Fisherman's Friends, those cough drops, and it was a very, very significant thing for the spirit communicator in spirit. He always had them in his pocket and he always would offer them to people constantly. And so he brought me those that tasted those uh, one time. You can also, what's the other one? Oh, you can smell. So the clear olfaction. So that's just smelling information. So it's not always spirit. I mean, this could be psychic. So even if I was tuning in for someone around, maybe I'm tuning in about like their a move that they're wanting to make, and I might get a scent and say, oh, what, I can actually smell uh, lavender or whatever or something like that and it would be it, it might open the door and show me something about this place we're going to move to or they've got potential to move to and there's this scent of this lavender oh, or not lavender maybe lilac or something that it would be like oh there's like a lilac bush like right beside the porch or something like that so it, it's a way to get information in a different way but oftentimes people will have that experience when they're connecting. And they can smell something significant. The other part of it is a knowing. So clear cognizance, which is the ability to receive the information through your knowing. So having that thought basically placed into your mind and it's not your thought. So sometimes students have a little hard time knowing, is this my thought or is this coming through intuitively? But that's something that we explore and something that we work on in development. But Just to give you guys an outline for those of you who aren't aware, and then for those of you that are, think about, I think, not only which clairs do you feel really confident and comfortable working with, but which ones do you find you neglect or you don't really use as much? Those are the ones I would suggest that we focus upon and look at. That's the way to strengthen them. The only way to strengthen them is to work them. So I do think that the intuitive muscles do need to be exercised. So you can't just wish for improvement. You actually have to do the practice. You have to do the work. And it can be disheartening at times because sometimes you have to trial and error and really you have to be okay with hearing no. You have to be okay with getting it wrong. And that's really, really tough for people, Uh, some people more than others, depending on how you've grown up, depending on your personality, depending on your, even I find like your birth chart, your astrology, depending on how you're you're made up, I, I think that it can be harder for some than others. But I think perseverance, determination really does pay off. And so that's why... It is important to give yourself opportunities to use your skills. So not only learn, but then actually put them into practice and, and use what you've learned. So hopefully that gives you a bit of an idea. Those are some of the ways that you can kind of receive that information. I would say receiving the information is the easy part. Knowing what to do with the information, that's where the skill really does come in. And there's so many nuances. There's so many subtle pieces of information and ways that we might interpret what we're receiving. And you want to build your frame of reference so each individual person will have things that they can connect to and relate to based on their lived experience. And so it's a whole... (laughs) It's a whole endeavor. It's a whole practice. And I think that it's so well worth it. But I wouldn't say it's an easy thing. I could, I do say, though, it can be so fun. So the biggest thing I would say is give yourself permission to enjoy it. Have fun with it. Bring a playful approach. Don't get too bogged down with expectation. Don't get too serious on yourself. The minute you start to put any rigid expectation on yourself, it's almost like you're cutting yourself off from your potential. The real potential is in just showing up and being receptive and saying, let's give this a go. I'll give it a try. See what happens. I think looking at all of life as a big experiment is helpful. That's how I tend to look at things. I'll try this. I'll see if it works. Did it? If it did great, let me notice what worked about that, and let me use this again. If it doesn't, let me look at why. Hmm. And it's just a way of always being uh, observant. I'm always curious. I think it's important to just look at everything with curiosity and just to give yourself enough love and enough support that, that you can handle whatever comes your way. And that you always are just giving your best. All you can ever do is your best. And you can only ever show up as yourself. So that's something that I always have to remind students. And I remind myself of that. We can't magically be better you know, than we are. It's, it's just in that moment, each moment, we're showing up completely as ourselves, as much as we possibly have the capacity to do. It's not like you would ever show up purposely and only give half of yourself. You're always going to give your best. And some days are amazing. And some days you're going to feel like you're just killing it. And there's other days where you're going to be like, oh my God, like what is happening? Where did my, where did my abilities go? And that is part of the journey. That is part of the process. So Just keep that in mind. I hope that this just helps someone to alleviate some of their anxiety or some of their worry when it comes to this kind of stuff. It happens to everyone. I would say your language is really important. Do not talk about yourself and say, I'm so blocked or I'm so bad at this or, oh, this probably isn't going to be good or it's probably going to be whatever. What? Try to, as much as you can, be mindful of your language and use positive, affirming language when you talk about yourself and when you talk about your abilities and when you talk about your experiences as you endeavor. That would be a tip that I could offer you. So as always, I'm just really grateful for you, for listening and for being a part of my world. And even if we've never met, even if we haven't ever interacted, just know that my heart is with you. I'm sending love. I'm sending light to wherever it is needed. And I feel it is very needed right now. I do have a special hello that I want to send out. One is to Margot, and the other one is to Leah. And I just want you both to know that I'm thinking of you and you're continually in my prayers. I send so much love your way. And I know that the two of you are so connected and there's such a beautiful, amazing friendship between the two of you. But just I know that um I know that you might be listening, and I just want you to know that I'm thinking of you both, and Spirit is with both of you, so otherwise that that is it for now, so take good care, everyone, as always, feel free to reach out, contact me if you've got a show idea or if you'd like to look at some mentoring, I've got group stuff, I've got one on one stuff happening. And also, if you want to join the private Facebook group, it's called the Spirit Room Podcast with Melissa White. If you send me a request, I will approve it and I'll bring you into the group. So have a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. Take good care and keep in mind that spirit knows you and spirit loves you.